What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. John Lim here, and we're moving forward today with Fred Brandon, an entrepreneur focusing on SharePoint. Fred works with clients and does speeches and presentations on SharePoint all over the world. How are you today, Fred? I'm doing great, John. How are you? I'm doing awesome. And I want to share with Moving Forward listeners that you and I have connected through a great community, the Winnie Sun Tweet Chat, and I've connected with so many amazing individuals. So, so happy to have you on the show today, Fred. Thanks a lot. I, I appreciate uh, you reaching out to me and uh, allowing me to do this broad, uh, podcast with you. Absolutely. Well, Fred, I mean, you have shared such incredible gold on the uh, tweet chat community and just in general. So, But I only covered a little bit on the intro, so I was wondering if you could fill in the gaps and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and share your story. Okay, sure. All right. So uh, my name is Fred Brandon. I, uh, I live here in the uh, Washington, D.C. area. I'm originally from the Cleveland, uh, Ohio area, oh, wow. actually. I've, uh, I moved here about 17 years ago. And, um, you know, what I, I, I do for my nine to five, I'm actually, uh, I work as a SharePoint solution architect to uh, help businesses streamline their processes. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, SharePoint is, uh, it, it's a Microsoft product yeah. um, that is, you know, a platform that's used from everything from uh, docu- document management to, uh, you know, online forms to, you know, actual intranets and internet pages. Yeah. So it has a, a lot of... Um, a lot of resources you can use from Absolutely. It. And what I know of SharePoint, I mean, I, I've never used it myself, but I, in business school, I had a lot of, lot of colleagues, especially those working in the government. And uh, I know that you fill a very big need in providing solutions for it because it is a very robust program with a lot of features. But Fred, I'm, I was curious, like, how did you end up in the DC area? And uh, how did this end up being your career path? Yeah, so, uh, as a as a as a kid, I was always uh, traveling. I was always going different places, and uh, you know, I, I've always wanted to just see the world. Yeah. So you know, I you know I would go you know sometimes come down here to see my uncle. He was a uh, an English professor oh. at uh, Howard and uh, Georgetown. Oh wow. So you know, we would come down here sometimes and just hang out. But you know, seeing DC as a kid is not the same as seeing DC as an adult. So yeah. uh, it was. You know, after many years of going different places, uh, you know, I came I came back to the D.C. area, uh, you know, after 2021. And, uh, you know, this was the place for me. You know, I, you know, I love, you know, different food, different people, different culture, yeah. you know, the history and everything that has has to do down here. So I thought I'd come down here and uh, try my hand down here. Yeah, that's great. And and. uh so, Fred, how did uh, you get into SharePoint? I mean, I think it's so cool that you've developed an expertise, you know, and you're developing solutions for it. I mean, tell uh, our listeners your story with SharePoint. Oh boy, uh, it's just sometimes that that's a that's a doozy of a question right there because <laughs> you know some people you you just fall into it, and yeah. you know other people really you know this is what they set out to uh, to do. Um, I think I was actually the former. I kind of just fell into it. Mm. Uh, I've been in the IT field for about 18 years now, okay. uh, but I've only been doing SharePoint for you know almost 10, close to 11 years. Wow. Um, so 
Um, I was working for a nonprofit organization here in uh, the D.C. area, and their systems were, you know, pretty pretty old. Uh, you know, AS four hundred and everything like that. So we were we were working on a lot of different systems. And uh, one day they decided they wanted to, you know, step it up, step up their program a little bit. And they said, oh, well, since you're pretty much one of the smartest people here, here here's a SharePoint, learn it, and then teach us how to use it. <laughs> so you gave yourself a crash course on it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because what I know of it, it is not a an intuitive, I mean, it's not necessarily the most intuitive platform, is it? Yeah, no, it's not. It's it's because it has so many different features. You can get lost very quickly. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, you know, it's it's so much to it. So, um, yeah. Th- so that's pretty much how I fell into it. You know, it's it was here, learn this, and then teach us. So from there, you know, and you know, because I'm the type of individual that you know, once I grab onto something, you know, I try to learn as much as I can. You know, I just stuck with it and stuck with it and stuck with it. Um, I start going to um, – we have events uh, every Saturday mm-hmm. in different cities across the world called SharePoint Saturday. Oh, wow. Where, where we go and teach uh, the community uh, SharePoint for free mm-hmm. for an entire day of Saturday. So anywhere from you know, D.C. to the West Coast to you know, uh, Berlin, uh, Nairobi, we've, we've been a lot of different places wow. to – SharePoint. So, yeah. did you ever imagine that this is how your career would unfold? I did not imagine this at all. <laughs> <laughs> that SharePoint would literally take you all over the world. I think that is really cool. But Fred, I mean, talk about kind of the entrepreneurial aspect of your journey. Okay, so um, since I've since I've been on Twitter um, and actually in the SharePoint world, it actually uh, you start to learn a lot more. Uh, individuals, a lot more people. I mean, you're, you're learning different aspects of best of business that you, you never would have, you know, considered before. Yeah. Um, you know, as, um, now and, um, currently I am doing a lot of different, uh, talks on either, uh, travel or on tech on, uh, Periscope. Mm-hmm. So I, I use that. I'm, I'm on uh, that is a community within itself just for entrepreneurs. And, and for our listeners who may not be familiar, define. I mean, what is Periscope? Periscope is going live, a live version of Twitter. Yeah, it is an affiliate of Twitter, and you have the ability to uh, broadcast yourself. Um, it's it's one of a, a one of the great uh, social media tools that's out there now. That if you are trying to get your message across. Uh, you can go, you know, you're pretty much international um, with your followers. Yeah. And one of the cool things about what you do, Fred, is that you have really leveraged Twitter to to build your brand and to make connections. I mean, share with our listeners. I mean, because I've only been on Twitter for a, a little over a year and I'm still learning it leaps and bounds. Just like I feel like I'm learning it more and more, especially when I'm engaging in, in the weekly tweet chats and connecting with people like you. So share with our listeners, I mean, how you got onto Twitter and what were, what were your early experiences like? Honestly, the one of the reasons I got onto Twitter is because of SharePoint. Hmm. Uh, and it was, you know, I was not a big fan of social media at all, and okay. I, <laughs> I, you know, all, I was, all evidence of the contrary, Fred. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, it's you know, and it just it took hold right there. Yeah. Um, I started going to some of these events, these SharePoint Saturdays, and um, starting to meet with some of these uh, these experts in the field. 
And, you know, when you're in the IT field, you know, you're, you're probably going to have multiple email addresses. Right. You know, you're, you're going to have, you know, some your personal businesses. You know, if you have entrepreneurial advances that you're, you're going to have emails for that. So we're not going to be checking our emails as frequently as as we would a tweet sure. because a tweet is almost instantaneous. Yeah. So, you know, it was uh, it was actually a better way and or easier way for me to contact or to get in contact with some of these experts that I meet out in the field. So, yeah. uh, you know, if I need to talk to somebody or if I just met them and maybe it was a question I need to answer, I need answered that um, I could easily reach out to them in, in, the, in the Twitterverse. So, you know, I decided to say, OK, I'll join. You know, I can you know, I can follow a couple of people. I'll learn, you know, anything that there's out, you know, if there's any new um, webinars that's coming out, I, anything I could do to um, get better at my craft. So, you know, I just kind of stuck with Twitter from there. And then and then it was it made it just a lot easier to, you know, to to reach more people to, you know, to get that audience out there. And, you know, to you know, find things like uh, the Winnie Sun chat yeah. where, you know, you, you, you can meet endless people and endless experts on many different topics. I, I absolutely love it. And I think it's so cool that someone who, who really didn't like social media or didn't really take to it in the beginning is now just all over it. And I love the fact that in particular Twitter, because I think Twitter is one of those platforms where there is a little bit of a learning curve. And it's one of those things. I know when I first got onto it, I, I just kind of had a what, what I felt like was a choppy experience. But since engaging more in, and just investing the time into it, I just find it to be such a valuable uh, place to to make those connections and to learn. Yes, yes, I, I definitely agree. Yeah. Well, Fred, I mean, uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the uh, rough spots that come with any journey. Whether you're you're in a career or whether you're an entrepreneur, I mean, we're all going to face those. I mean, we face sometimes those uh, roadblocks. We have setbacks. Sometimes we even have those moments where we feel like things fall apart. So, I was wondering if you have one of those that you could share with moving forward listeners. Yes. Yeah, so I, I, I guess probably the, the hardest one I, I ever had was I actually had the, the loss of my father. Oh. Um, and, and this was uh, about five years ago or so. Yeah. And uh, that that one really hurt. That one, you know, I think anytime someone loses a parent, you know, things start to crumble a little bit. Absolutely. And yeah. So, you know, I lost focus. You know, I was, you know, th- this was the amount of the time uh, around the time that I was going on, you know, some of the tours going out and having speaking engagements. And then, you know, it, it that happened and it, I kind of let the dis- depression set in a little bit. Yeah. And uh, but you know what? It actually made me stronger in the end. You know, you know, you know, I think that anytime, uh, whether it's a business related or personal related, any type of adversity that we, you know, that we may go across. Um, it's either going to make you or break you. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we have to find a way to, you know, you know, to reset, you know, you know, gain back our focus and, you know, keep on pushing on to f- fulfill our goals. You know, what, you know, like whatever, um, you know, whatever that may be, you know, especially within our business. You know, I know that, you know, sometimes we have these, uh, you know, these these peaks and valleys when we're going through business, especially as an entrepreneur, um, when you're starting out your businesses, you know, you're going to, you're going to hit that rough time, especially in the beginning where you're, you're, you know, you're going to question yourself to say, Oh, you know, is this, am I doing the right thing? You know, you know, and you just have to stick with it. You know, it's, you know, we always have, we have these short, uh, shortcomings and these setbacks, 
Um, but I think that's, you know, I think that's the time that we grow the most because if everything is, you know, rosy the entire time, we never really grow. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, you know, I think that's, um, um, what you can really take from that is, you know, you, once you learn, you know, once you fail, you learn yeah. and, you know, you, hopefully you learn. Yeah, <laughs> you know, absolutely. Same well, Fred, something that you mentioned, which I, I thought was very powerful, and I was wondering if you could uh, dive a little more into it. You said, you know, the loss of your father. I mean, that, you know, having having lost a parent, I know how, how painful that is. And, and it just it feels like your world just bottoms out. At what yeah. point was there a moment in your life where where it it became a source of strength? I mean, what was the turning point for you? You know, it's, I, I think, you know, after you have that initial grieving, um, which it seemed to, it seemed to last forever, know. You, know, yeah. you know, but at the same time, you know, it's, you know, you, you have that initial grieving, but at the same time, it's, I think there's more, um, uh, there, there's a time in your, in your life where th- that you're going to come across where it's going to, you have to go into a different mode mm. where you have to say, you know, I, I know better than this. And, you know, they wouldn't want me, you know, sulking and, and yeah. doing all of this. They, you know, it's time to, you know, pick up and, and get back to uh, to that place where you, you should be, you know, and where you need to, um, you know, just move on and, and, you know, use that as strength, you know, just to know that they're with you. Uh, in in any type of regards. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that is so true. I mean, for me, it was my mom, and and you know, just going through that period where I was just sulking and and really just depressed. I mean, you you think about, you know, you think about them, and what is the best way to honor them? And you're absolutely right. And I'm so glad that you're sharing that with moving forward listeners. I mean, you know, it it can be it's it's a huge source of pain to lose a parent, especially at a young age, but then to to be able to see the source of strength and the, to be able to kind of, you know, turn that around and, and to continue to, to push forward, to move forward. I think that's really powerful. Fred, thank you so much for sharing that. I really appreciate it. Hey, thanks. Are you ready for the knowledge burst session? Sure. Yeah. Right. This is one of my favorite parts of the show. And actually, I'm super excited to have you on the show. I'm actually going to tweak it just slightly because I, I'm really, really intrigued by everything that you're doing. So I'm going to ask you, because I've had so many friends who, <laughs> to be honest with you, when it, when they talk about SharePoint, it's usually with moans and groans, right? <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of a pain point for them. What I find so interesting is that you're self-taught, you dived into it, and now you're you're providing incredible solutions on it. When it comes to approaching SharePoint, what is the first thing you teach that that would be of value to someone who's just pulling their hair out with it? Oh, see, you you, you took it away from me. I was going to say, don't pull, pull your hair out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've seen my picture, but <laughs> I've already lost all my hair. Um, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it just takes time. And, and honestly, because there are so many... Um, facets of SharePoint, you need to, you know, literally pick your poison. Um, there's, you know, there's the administration side of it. You have a developer side of it and you have your IT pro side of it. So, you know, some of the things that, you know, when when you're a maybe an IT pro or, or a business user type of person, then, you know, just kind of like stay in your lane because there's going to be a lot of different things that overlap. And then, you know, you're going to get frustrated when you start trying to do some of the things that maybe a, a developer, you know, a seasoned developer would have to do. And then, you know, so I would say, 
try to stay in your lane. Try to know, you know, know what you can do and, you know, ask for help when you need to. I think that's great advice. Really great advice. Fred, pick and share if you have one. I mean, do you have a favorite resource? And it could be a a movie, book, song, and I also add to this a cultural experience since you've done a lot of travel. I mean, pick one and share with our listeners one that really inspired you to move forward. Okay, so this that's a, that's a hard one. But I would probably say First Things First by Stephen Covey. Okay. Um, that one, uh, pretty much because I, I will admit – uh, I like to learn a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. So I'm always, you know, you know, if, if I can find a book or on it, I'll probably buy it and read it. And, you know, it's, you know, so maybe, you know, some may call it scatterbrain, but at the right, same time, right. you know, I, I kind of like, the same thing. I, love knowledge. <laughs> I love knowledge, you know, yeah. so I'm always trying to further my knowledge in, in different aspects. So, you know, one of the good things about first things first, you kind of, you know, you're putting everything in perspective, you know, and it's kind of like, okay, what's, you know, you're, you're doing more of time management, which, what is more important? What's more important in your life here? You know, which quadrant does it really fit in? And once you start learning those type of things, you know, you can put your life a little bit further uh, in order a little easier, you know? So I think that's probably one of the first ones, um, one of the ones that I, I really like that inspired me to to move forward. That's a great share. Fred, share if you have one, and I'm excited to ask you, as someone who has an IT background who who creates solutions, do you have a favorite app, website, or productivity practice that's really been a game changer for you and your business? Okay, besides Twitter and Periscope? (laughs) Those are good too, actually. (laughs) You know, Twitter and Periscope, I I have to say that has been a game changer. That's awesome. Uh, Because like I said, I was not a big fan of of social media uh, when it first came out. And, you know, know, I was, you know, it was more of like a a look but not share Mm -hmm. type of situation. So, um, yeah, I think it's Twitter and Periscope is probably the one of the game changers because now not only are you are you tweeting and maybe sending out links like you used to with with just Twitter. Now you're you're able to send video, you're able to actually have live um live video that you're 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 um, conversing with your your public. Uh you know, I, because I work and travel on the side a little bit too. Uh when I go some, when I travel somewhere, I can take you with me, you know. And they have um, the uh, Insta 360 camera, mm-hmm. so, I so I don't know if you've used that before, no, but uh, yeah, but I've seen them. They're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. You can take you can take them out with you, whether it's Facebook Live or or Twitter or YouTube Live. I believe also has that ability to to you know take your public with you. And, and have the 360 um, surround experience for them. That's really cool. And Fred, share if you have one. I mean, what do you do to recharge your batteries or reboot when you feel like you're up against the wall where you hit a roadblock? I, I really try to. Well, one of the main things I do is I, I go to the gym. Mm-hmm. The, the gym is uh, the gym helps me a lot. You know, there's you know the easiest way for me to unplug is actually to plug in those earbuds. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> you know it's. It's that's it's calming. Uh, you can you can work out your frustrations at the same time. So you know there's a lot of different aspects to it. And you know I believe in having a strong body and a strong mind, and they yeah, work hand absolutely. in hand. Yeah. So yeah, really good share and. 
Hey, Moving Forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. Well, Fred, are you ready to do a little time travel? I'm ready. All right, we're going to step into a time machine, and you're going to go back in time, and you can pick any moment in your past. Pick one, though, during which you were going through a difficult time. Maybe you had a big decision to make, or maybe something was weighing on your mind. And you're going to give your past self a piece of advice and um, meet with your past self. What is that piece of advice that you're going to share or that piece of wisdom? Invest more. Mm. Invest more. You're going to invest more in yourself, invest more uh, financially, uh, and just invest, you know, invest in others also. Yeah. Um, Because I I think that's that's truly important. Uh, Sometimes um, we have the tendency to, uh, only think about ourselves, and we're we're not you know we're not um, reinvesting in others. You know, sharing our knowledge, sharing our experiences, things like that. So I think I think investing more all around is is probably the best thing I could do. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And, and Fred, how would your past self have reacted to that advice? <laughs> um. They probably wouldn't have listened pretty well. <laughs> they, they, they probably wouldn't have listened. You know, I've always been a, a very uh, frugal person. I, I put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, but at the same time, you know, just saving is not the same as investing. Yeah. You know, so it's. I think, you know, I think I probably, you know, would have listened a little bit more. You know, because you know, some at sometimes in your life you, you're only thinking you know, maybe a year ahead or two years ahead, you're not really looking at the, the end game. And sometimes you have to look at, you know, further down the line, you know, and exactly, you know, maybe, maybe I want this, you know, this um, nice apartment now, you know, and, you know, in a, in a nice part of the city. But at the same time, you know, are you renting or are you buying, you know, those type of things are, you know, you, you have to start thinking about a little bit more and not necessarily look at the now, but look at for the future. Yeah, I love that. Uh, really, really great advice. Invest more moving forward listeners and don't just look for the now, look towards the future. Well, Fred, how can our listeners connect with you and learn all about the great work that you're doing? I can be found on Twitter and Periscope at IMF Brandon. Uh, you can also find me on my website at brandnewtravels.com. That's awesome. And we'll have all of that posted on the write-up. Well, Fred, I would love for you to close out the show. So using no more than three to five words, what parting wisdom would you like to pass on to Moving Forward listeners? Know your worth. Ah, I love that one. Know your worth. <laughs> What an awesome way to close out the show. Fred, I want to thank you so much for joining us today to share your story and your knowledge bursts so that our listeners can be inspired to move forward. Thank you so much, Fred. I appreciate it. Thank you, John. And Moving Forward listeners, one more time, I encourage you, check it out, bemovingforward.com. Follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter at bemovingforward. Join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. Have a great week, and remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. 
Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.